Hey there, I'm Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And this is Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. Where we buck the fear-based narrative and explore topics in a fun and unique way. All in service of personal growth. Welcome to Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. I am your co-host, Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And today's topic, we're going to be talking about leverage. Leverage, leverage, man. What comes to mind when you think of the word leverage? I have no idea why, but there's like a negative association to it. Like I think like snake oil salesman guy. Um, no idea why. Like I don't actually have a problem with the word leverage. But when when I'm just being honest and the first thing that comes to mind is that. Um, yeah. Not sure why, but yeah. How about you? Yeah, same, same. I I have this underlying sense of like using someone to your own benefit, to your own advantage, and it. I think so. I guess it's just a disempowering type of relationship to the word uh, traditionally for me in the past. I'm going to leverage someone, so it's basically I'm just using a fancier word to say I'm going to use someone. Yeah. For something to get something, get somewhere. Huh. Interesting, right? Yeah, it is. Huh. And what about now? What about your current relationship with the word? Uh, I think for me now, it's um, more like enhancing, empowering, maximizing. That's kind of how I define it. That's what I think about. It's like, hey, how can I leverage? Um, my relationship, my time, my energy, and what does that look like? Right. And I think, um, and really, like, like, who do I need to be to leverage it for, like, the greater good? So I don't really look at it from a selfish-only standpoint. I'm like, okay, where can I be better and how can I enhance Tatsu's idea or what he wants to work on. It's more of like a maximization type of mindset for me. Mm. How about you? The word close to it comes to mind of resourcefulness and using my resources to the best of my ability to accomplish something. So in, in the end, yes, there is some sort of like, like desire of myself, from myself, whether mm -hmm. it's to achieve something or to get further or whatever, to build a relationship even. Um, but it's not in a way that I'm going to crush them or it's going to be a lose, win, win, lose, or lose, lose situation. Um, because I'm, genuinely looking out for the best interests of the other other parties as well mm. it's like how do i be how am i going to accomplish this goal with the resources that i have now mm. and that's going to always include somebody else i can't do everything on my own that's just that's just fantasy to to think that i'm going to be uh you know um did it all on my own succeeded on my own like that that just doesn't happen it's it's not our nature to be 
alone and try to accomplish everything alone. So it's like, all right, <clears throat> the people that I've surrounded myself with, people who I love and trust and respect, um, how do I utilize these resources um, to the best of my ability? And if, if they do really trust and love and see me and hear me and respect me and support me, then they're going to want to help me as well. So it's not like <clears throat> it's completely a one-sided thing. It's kind of, it's very much, it's alignment of what I'm trying to achieve and where I'm coming from, as well as the people that are surrounded by me or I'm surrounded by and their alignment with me and what they want to achieve and what they want. Um, so yeah, it's more of a very collaborative type of relationship to the word leverage now for me. Interesting. Um, well, what do you think created the switch, right? From we'll call the dirty definition or meaning of the word leverage mm -hmm. and the collaborative approach you have now. Um, that's a really good question. And it, I think it, it brings in a lot, um, for one, like a, a broader perspective on building relationships and finding purpose in my life and what I want to do and be, you know, while I'm still alive here, um, as well as uh, the business mind that, that I've shifted from working in a corporation to uh, running my own businesses, there has to be more of a collaborative, in a sense, um, from me. Collaborative as well as um, a lot of a lot of building relationships, networking outside of my you know my 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 immediate area. So if there's going to be a, like this constant um, desire to expand my network and to see what's possible for my life, that I didn't have before um, when I was in school or working in a corporation. Um, it's it. Yeah, the big, big quantum leap from that, from, from one system to another. So that really kind of sh shaped things, shook things up and really expanded the way I think and relate to it. How about you? Well, it's funny why we were talking, they kind of Googled the word leverage. Cause like, oh, there's gotta be something to why we think this is negative. Hmm. And sure enough, one of the definitions, because there's always a million definitions for every word, is to use for gain or exploit. Ah, there you go. <laughs> so that must be the overwhelming majority of how people relate to that word. But then when you were talking about resourceful, right, that would be the closest word. Mm -hmm. One of the other definitions is to provide something or supplement um, for support. So it's actually to be a resource. Mm. Um, so it's interesting because those two seem like totally different words. Um, and, they're, and they're both the definition of leverage. Man. Yeah. Uh, so no wonder why there's a lot of confusion and apprehension around this word and um, how we use it. Um, yeah, I think <clears throat> growing up, I must have adopted from my parents or the culture uh, the 
the exploiting things. I remember like very being very specific in my mind of not using my friends in a certain way or wanting to do things that would look like I was doing that. Um, I was very conscious of that. And little did I know, um, being entrepreneurs as we are, like we can't do it on our own. So we need people's support. Uh, we're not trying to use them per se. We're trying to be supported by them and support them as well. I think there's a big difference from there. I think I might've convoluted the two younger when I was younger mm -hmm. I didn't see the nuance there. Um, so I think obviously being an entrepreneur, uh, doing the work we do in personal development, it's much more about like who we're being and our intentions around the action versus the action. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, now I can look at an action. I might have three or four different angles to look at that action versus like an action is X more kind of binary thinking. Right. So I think that has definitely shifted that. Um, and also like we talk about leveraging time, you know, I think that's a big thing when like studying, like, well, how do you do that? Why would we want to do that? Right. Like realizing that time is the only commodity we can ever get back. And it is for me more valuable than money, mm -hmm. but it takes money to create an abundance of time. Right. Cause we've spent so much time in our society working. Right. Mm -hmm. So this idea of leveraging or systemizing things, not necessarily people, but using people to support ourselves in doing that and supporting them as well. Mm -hmm. So I think our work in transformational development and personal development for sure has helped me have more nuance and more attention and care for people, Man. which then had me examine like, all right, well, how can I still get what I want and they get what they want? And the only way to do that is to leverage our talents together mm -hmm. and leverage things like time and resources together. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we're just being inefficient. And I don't I don't think that's the way I would want to live. Mm -hmm. So if there's something that I'm not using as well that can help someone else, why not share that? And to me, that's leveraging. That's leveraging a skill or talent or resource to help somebody else. Right. Right. There's a like a foundational like belief, like a scarcity mindset with the negative definition, with the word exploit uh, attached to leverage. There's a negative, scarce, there's a scarcity mindset to it. So it's like, a, I'm going to get used or I'm going to use. Ah, hammer or the nail. Right. And if we have a negative or a scarcity mindset, then we're going to be on the defensive getting ready to protect ourselves from being used. So we want, we don't want to be sold. We don't want, we don't want the bait and switch. We don't want to be, um, duped because then that, what does that mean about ourselves? Right. We're just dumb. And you know, we, you know, um, we got had type of thing. So inherently, I think it was conditioned, of course. Uh, scarcity mindset 
We're already on the defensive. I don't want to use anybody, but I don't want to be used either. But then the I don't want to be used might be stronger than the I want than I don't want to be used. Because I, I like to believe that inherently we are all good and genuinely kind people that care. So, but I got to protect myself because I don't want to be used because there's a lot of bad people out there and a lot of shady, shady characters that are going to take advantage of me. So um, I don't want to be leveraged. I don't want to be used. I don't want to be exploited. And so having that foundational belief is, I could see why leverage has a very negative tone to it. Well, yeah, and it creates the reality. If we're constantly thinking about that and um, being guarded towards that, then we're going to look for breadcrumbs that we would call evidence for that actually mm-hmm. taking place. Instead of simply helping someone, supporting someone, or being a resource for someone and leaving it at that. Mm-hmm. The, I think the leverage slash exploitation is a judgment, not mm-hmm. always a reality. Right. Absolutely. And the ironic thing is, I would imagine most folks, if they stay down that, you know, survival negative connotation and not want to be leveraged, they might buy into, well, I better leverage someone before I get leveraged. Mm-hmm. And then that keeps the crazy train in motion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you hear a lot of stories of, you know, um, employees that aren't happy at work. And the corporate structure just continues to perpetuate that negative connotation or starts to feed that continues to feed that within our within us. And oh, I'm not getting paid what I should get paid, or I'm not treated as well as I should be, or I'm unhappy and I'm being exploited in some way, right? Mm-hmm. So even even people who leave corporate and go into solopreneurship or entrepreneurship, they're still carrying the residue of of that energy still of that negative connotation of, of what leverage is. And they start to blast that out there more. Now now from a place of, well, well cause still scarcity, but now you're on your own. So you don't have that, in a sense, that, that support structure, in a sense, that the corporate, um, that false sense of security gave you, right? So now we're starting to feel a little more desperate, for example. And now the way we're being with other people may come off as desperate yeah. or, or, or more salesy because we actually are trying to use people to our own personal game because we're, we're, we're more in a desperate situation because we're on our own. And if I don't get this sale, then I'm not going to pay the bills as opposed to like a, a steady paycheck from corporate life. Right. Yep. So that it's, it's really the way you can tell people's relationship with leverage by the way they're being right yeah and i think look like we both had that mindset with leverage not too long ago somewhere in our past right and evolved that definition so i don't think it's like a blaming thing or a even a bad thing for having that mindset around leverage or that relationship it's just Hey, is that, has it been highlighted? Are you on autopilot? Do you want that, you know, relationship with leverage? 
And you can call it whatever you want to call it, right? We're just using the word leverage here. But chances are, if you have that negative connotation towards leverage and you think it's all about being exploited or exploiting others, well, how are you going to be around networking, about building relationships, about authenticity, around getting and giving support, right? It, it, it branches off into a whole lot of other areas that just by highlighting this one concept that most of us can relate to, we then can debunk some of these other areas that have been affected like a virus because of one concept. Right. Right. When you say everywhere, like family is, is a prime example. We're, we're leveraging our family members, whether it be parents, siblings, who have you, to help us when we need. And they're doing the same. Whenever you ask for help, you're leveraging them. And whenever they ask for help, they're leveraging you. But we don't think anything of it if it's like family necessary. Unless it's like a different type of relationship. But generally speaking, as a family, we're there to support each other. And we don't think twice about helping one another. As opposed to, oh. Well, let's go. Well, can I pause it right there? Yeah. How come? Because I don't necessarily agree with everybody feeling that way. Yeah, I don't think everyone feels that way. So how come some do, some don't? With their family? That's a great question. I think the relationships, the depth of relationship and common understanding within a family will determine whether you have a supportive, meaning uh, you're leveraging each other and it's a supportive um, relationship versus you're leveraging each other and it's a, not a very supportive. It's more of a, like, you're making me do something that I don't want to do or I'm not even going to do it because you're, you're selfish and you're asking me to do something that doesn't make sense to me, so I'm not going to do it. Um, I think the depth of depth of the relationship, and then what what creates the depth of the relationship, the dynam dynamics of of every family, and that's just different, different circumstances, different mindset. What about you? Yeah, you're using depth. I think we're similar in that way. I'll call it foundations, you know, and uh, boundaries. Um, there's certain things family members wouldn't even think twice on. Um, that's within the construct of that relationship. Uh, they probably do it on a subconscious level, like, I don't know, grabbing someone's dish and like putting it in the dishwasher or something. Hmm. Um, maybe not so much like loaning $10,000 to a family member, right? I don't know. Depends on that relationship, right? So that combination of foundation and boundaries and consistent ways of being. If someone was constantly being shady or you didn't like how they were treating you, family member or not, mm -hmm. they're probably not going to have that relationship where you can leverage and support each other throughout, right? It's going to be more questioned, more defensive. Um, so, yeah, I think it comes back to the intention. Mm -hmm. right? When you have deeper relationships with people, 
if you have a strong foundation, if you have healthy boundaries, you're not going to question someone's attention as much, right? Because you you know or think highly probably where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. So when Tasu asks me, uh, can you borrow 10 bucks to pay for this lunch and he'll pay me back, like I'm not thinking, oh, he might not pay me back. Mm -hmm. Oh, whatever, right? Because there's a relationship there. There's not a question around that. I think that goes back to, you know, who are we to whoever we're potentially leveraging? Mm-hmm. And and what is the thing? Right? Mm-hmm. And is it in alignment with us? Mm-hmm. Um, if it comes out of left field and it's like, hey, this doesn't seem like something that someone would do or someone would ask, we question it. It's out of character, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, again, it goes back to who you are as a person and what kind of connection and relationship do you have with them. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of this, a lot of these topics that we talk about come down to that, right? Is our relationship, who we are, are we being consistent with that? Um, and I don't think leverage is any different. Mm-hmm. I think we do a lot of this subconsciously all the time. Mm-hmm. And we don't call it leverage. <laughs> we just call asking for a favor, um, you know, asking someone's opinion, right? Or leveraging someone's point of view. We do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Shoot, we do it on Yelp with people we never met about a place we've never been. True. <laughs> We're leveraging Yelp yep. all the time. And they're leveraging us by using our consumer mm-hmm. data, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we get upset when, like, we find out about that. It's like, well, hold on a second. <laughs> right. What did you think was going to happen from this free website, right? Yeah. Um, and again, like, no problem, right, as long as it's on the up and up, as long as it's transparent, as long as it's communicated, right? I think people get defensive when it seems shady or surprising. Mm-hmm. Some of that is on, like, in, this, in the Yelp thing, some of that might be on Yelp. But something that might be on us mm-hmm. as just being a intelligent human being. Mm-hmm. Nothing's for free. It's going to cost something. Whether we care about that cost or not. I don't care if people find out that I go to burger places or Japanese places. Like, cool. Like, hopefully that helps somebody. I could mm-hmm. get less. Mm-hmm. But we might care if there was some personal data attached to that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we started getting advertisements based on that personal data. And again, as long as we knew the rules of engagement, we had that relationship, this is where leverage gets tricky. It goes back to transparency, trust, foundation, relationship, and communication. Yeah. And and that consistency, the part about like consistency of it, if we're totally cool with our family members on leveraging each other, or leveraging Yelp, but we're totally against it in a different scenario, there isn't consistency. And yes, there are reasons why you could justify, but like you said, it it always comes back to the self and whatever relationship we have with leverage or topics of the past in in this podcast, whether it's faith or whatever, it's definitely a place to look. How do we build out consistency everywhere? 
regardless of the circumstance, regardless of the case-by-case -case scenario, if that's the type of person we want to become. Right? Someone who has a very empowering, positive, supportive relationship with the word leverage, for example. All right. Well, how do we build that consistency? Otherwise, we're doing the same thing with every other thing, every other concept, every other core value. We're just doing the same thing. Just picking and choosing by the whim of our feelings and what happens in the daily life. And then we start feeling like, why are we confused? Yes. Yeah. 100%. And I think, again, awareness, like we talk about for a lot of these topics, is the first and foremost, right? Um, what do you think if someone's hearing this, and maybe this is a reminder or a different take on leverage, and it opens something up for them in some regard, what do you think uh, they could take on to reinvent their relationship and, and their practices around the word leverage in any way? I'll say, think about the current relationship to leverage. Is it more towards the like exploit side or is it more, more towards the support side? And just consider where it came from. Where'd you learn it? It was learned. It, you learned it somewhere at some point. Where did you learn it? And to see it from afar, to observe it. And then decide, is this in service of your highest self? Moving forward, do you want to keep this or do you want to change it up? Nice. I like that. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I think just certain simple reinvention and maybe changing the word leverage to support and giving and getting and then noticing where you struggle. Yeah. So maybe leverage is an abstract, maybe um, something you can't get over or maybe you can't see it clearly. But support, usually people understand it and they get it and give it. And usually... Maybe people are more comfortable with giving or more people more comfortable with getting. Take a look at that, right? What's your relationship with support? And then ask and give and see what that looks like and see what that creates. Chances are that will create something different for you that you will actually be leveraging in service of something you want and ideally something that that person or that thing wants. Love it, Love it man. Yes, sir. All right. Well, where can the peeps find us? Uh, we got all the podcast places where they reside. Um, obviously, jeffmillercoaching.com. Um, please keep reaching out. We are um, really just getting excited about where the podcast is going and some great comments. And that you know really builds our excitement as well. So Please keep it coming. We will keep you posted on any things that are coming up for our podcast. I hear a rumor on the street. There might be some social media video clips coming up in a little bit. So we'll keep you posted. And uh, yeah, pleasure as always. And looking forward to the next one. Likewise, my brother. Thank you for checking out this episode of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. And if you got some value today, please subscribe and share. And we'll see you on the next one.